a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is G'day everybody, welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast. We're going to ask Josh Reynolds, who's been there and done that, what's it like the week of a grand final? Got to talk about the nerves of the grand final week, mate, before the big dance. And I'm going to talk about the matchup with the front rowers going against each other this week. It's all coming up on Footy Talk. G'day everybody, welcome to the Footy Talk Podcast. Obviously today we are going to talk grand final with Anthony Maroon, the great Josh Reynolds and the great Woodsy. And Josh, firstly, how are you going, old mate? I'm great, mate. Yeah. You know what makes it my week's even better? Coming mm. in to see you. Oh, mate. Honestly. <laughs> Jeez, you got off on the right foot. We yeah, have known each enough. other a long time, Habib, haven't we? <laughs> we have. Mm. Can you say that again? Habib. Habib. Mm. <laughs> What's Habib? <laughs> You're more... I'm more I'm more Lebanese than you, and you're actually Lebanese. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You're the greatest, mate. You're an honorary Lebanese. The Lebanese community loves Josh Reynolds. I honestly, before I knew, God, I thought he was Lebanese. Pardon? I thought, he, thought he, was, he, was I thought he was Lebanese. Yeah, just because he can do everything like better than, <laughs> better, better than what Lebanese do. Good friends with Mister. Australia's Mr. Lebanon 1993, the great Joe Leisha. Joe Leisha, one of the greats, yeah. yeah. One of the great coaches of mm. the modern era. Oh, is that, mm. that's mixed old man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the, yeah. <laughs> he would he would love the shout-out too. He coached a, another grand final winning team this year, mate. At oh, the, the Sydney Cup or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. He's just that, surprised he hasn't that, making the step. The was that lunch. Cronulla Caring Bar? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've actually, they've got a bit of traction, those boys. Joe Leisha, Mr. Lebanon Australia 1993-94. <laughs> Were you judging? No, beaten by Joey Thomas in 95, got back in 96 and reclaimed the title. And he hates hearing his name on the radio, Did you ever? Did you, did he, you ever he doesn't hate it. Put your head up for Miss Lebanon. Oh, and I didn't want to bloody take all the – I didn't want to take the shine away from the kids. <laughs> now, before we start talking footy, you love this one, Grub. Um, I'm, I'm, my spies are telling me uh, as I left the car park to go to the NRLW game over the weekend – The one we called together. Yeah, yeah. you were in the EQ <laughs> – Last scene, launching yourself out of an, the, the EQ on one of those, um, you know, those bikes you can hire with your credit card? Yeah, they're, they're lime bikes. Yeah, yeah, I got on one of them and rode up to the SFS. But it's like 300 metres, mate. Yeah, but there's a lot of, you know, people walking. I just wanted to get up there and just get their quick like, preparation. I was there probably an hour early. <laughs> You're in off-season yeah, too. Yeah, bit of training. Bit of training and yeah. then you didn't get there until 10 minutes before kickoff. Who would even think to get on one of those bikes to go that short distance? <laughs> well, I didn't think. I just walked out of the car park and I just seen it there. Look, you're such a tight ass. It's a wonder you don't have one of those bikes in the back yeah, of no, you. Can I say it's the BT50? No, listen, I'm not a tight ass because it cost me it cost me $4.50 to ride the bike there. <laughs> he would have done the sums. Because <laughs> I spoke to you about it. You told me to keep the invoice and charge triple M well, later on. Keep the invoice for everything and charge. Claim it on tax too. Yeah, but absolutely. you know what the worst thing was? I <laughs> went to park it out the front of Rugby League Central at, at um, Allianz and it wouldn't let me park it there. Right. It says it's an unrestricted area. So I had to ride all the way around up to the main, what's the main road there? Um, is that Moore Park Road? Yeah, it might have been Moore Park. So yeah. I had to park out the other side of the mm. SFS. Isn't it funny? The only NRL player, he goes to park a bike at the NRL headquarters and they don't recognise him. <laughs> <laughs> they think he's that bloke from the Warriors games doing the shoe. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. say with the big face paint. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's smart joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the go media yeah. joker. Uh, all right, guys. The stage is set for a grand final. Some wonderful matchups, some great stories. Obviously, you got Adam Reynolds, 231 games for Souths. 
Now he's going to – this will be his third grand final in two years, by the way, up against the likes of Nathan Cleary. So, fella, let's start this off. Well, with, can, I, can I say something? Mm. Is this going to be his third grand final in two years? Yeah, because he was in the 21 grand final. He was. Oh, the second grand final in two years. Oh, yeah, okay. In three years. In three, yeah. I got oh, it back come, the front, Yeah, come on, I? mate. <laughs> Same thing. His second grand <laughs> no, final. No, this like corrects me all the time. In three years. Because you put me off. <laughs> You put me off. Well, you were doing some stuff the other day to put him off yeah, as well, mate. Yeah, I heard. Yes. Yeah. Off air. <laughs> two grand finals. <laughs> two grand finals in three years for the great Adam Reynolds. Nathan Cleary, the Panthers looking for their fourth, well, their third grand final, but their fourth grand final. Grubby, take this. How do you see it? Well, everyone's saying Penrith. Oh, I don't know. I really, I, I honestly, the way the Broncos have been playing those last two games, mate, they absolutely demolished the storm, demolished them. And then they pumped the Warriors on the weekend. Like, I know everyone was, you know, like the Panthers and it's going to be the occasion, but, mate, they're, they're fearless. The Broncos are absolutely fearless. And that pack, they're that diverse. Like, how do you stop paying us? Mm. Honestly, Woodsy, like, what do you do? Oh. As a as a front rower, mate, like, how do you contain that? A, a lot of teams want to get two or three or four. I mean, he, he's one of those blokes, you get three in, but then he can get the late offload. Like, mm. he's got leg speed like an outside back, and he runs the ball like a massive front row. Like, it's so hard to get a hold of him. I think the you know, watching the Broncos play the other night, see how many offloads they come up with? There's like 20-odd offloads. Mm. And that's what Penrith struggle with. You know, you watch them against Parramatta, that last round of the of the normal competition. Parramatta beat them because – oh, sorry, it was the second last round because they had the bye mm. last round, sorry. But the amount of offloads that Parramatta come up with, it sort of – it hurt Penrith's defensive systems because they defend so well in systems. But when yeah. it's a bit of off-the-cuff footy, that's when they struggle a bit. And they then are, you mate. find – Reese Walsh or Herbie <laughs> Farnworth, like mate, they got what, threats all over the what field. What about that play where Walsh has come from nowhere? Yeah, nah, honestly, that's but pure speed. Standing man. still, he was literally like, you know, everyone says, "Look where he come from." He had his hands <laughs> on his hips. He was gone skis, like everyone. They're about to, but mate, that's how quick he is. And then he just straightens it. I just, I look at him and I just, I wish I had that. Yeah, good sort, fast, taking the NRL by storm. Mm. I just want to. Well, you're a I'm good jealous. sort. You're, you're a, a good sort. sort I'm jealous. What are you worried about? You're nah, a good sort. Nah, yeah, he's he's he's. Oh. I look into his eyes and I don't know what happens. Would Hang you? On would a you? Second. Would you get your eyebrows Hang plucked like he did? Is he a plucker? Yeah, I think he gets his eyebrows fixed no. up. Yeah, yeah I have to have mine plucked because when you get older, they just start growing like a bloody like weeds, mate. They'd be out here. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Oh. Yours do you look really right. good. You're really well maintained, mate. I get the chap up there when I get the haircut. I get the chap to trim them. Speaking of, I just love that speed. Yeah, I'm like a snail. Mm. Well, I mean, you mentioned it, guys. Let's well, now that we've started with the Fords, let's stick with the Fords for a minute. What about when Payne Haas took off? That you know, that <laughs> one particular time when he took off down the middle of the field, yeah. and one of you said he's got speed like the outside backs. Then you make the comment, "It's where offloads might be where Penrith struggle." I don't think Penrith struggle anywhere, Woodsy. Mm. Well, you didn't watch the game against Parramatta. Well, I don't. You know, that's. Oh, he's going to bring up the one game they've lost in the last. No, three but months. he's right, mate. He is, mate, man. that's one game in three. I, I months. I'm not going to argue with no, no, that have done it. The only okay. thing with like the offloads, it's with Brisbane. Like there, like you watch the Storm play against the Panthers the other night. They yeah, they were, had a little bit of a lead early on, and then they bombed a try. But at no stage did you think Penrith are out of it. No. Like, I just think the pace of the game. It's going to be the first time that. Penrith are going to get pushed because mm. these young kids, mate, you watch Flegler, you watch Haas, Carrigan, they just come flying out and then they've got no no respect for their body. They're, no. they're young. Um, they can get these offloads. And then when you get these offloads right, Maroon, they find Herbie Farmworth, Katoni Staggs, Selwyn Cobbo. Like they've got threats all over the park. Yep. And mm. they've only played against them round one. That was it. That's and amazing, isn't it? It's, it's, and, and, and Penrith yeah. started the year slow. 
They had no Dylan Edwards early on. It's for me is can Brisbane defend really well against Penrith? If they can, I honestly say I give them a huge chance like Grubby said at the start. I mean, yeah. it's all these storylines in this game and mm. there's that round one game where the Broncos beat them by a field goal. Yep. Um, all right, let me ask you this. You've played in a couple of grand finals in the NRL. Um, 2012, you were there. 2014, you were there. You didn't come away with a win, but a, a wonderful bulldog side that you played in. Talk us through the week leading up. Where would you be early in the week, the week of grand final? It's a big week. It's so fun, though. There's a lot that the first year, I, I, I didn't appreciate it. I, I was just, well, you're that focused on the game. It's hard because when you're young and you're like, it's such a big occasion, the biggest occasion of your, your life. Yeah. Nelly. So the first year, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I should have because you have heap, there's heaps of like you do functions. Every training session, there's thousands of people there. Uh, Belmore, especially Belmore, like the streets are packed. Like honestly, you can't move. You walk down. The, well, we there was a, there was a time there where we couldn't really go in and eat lunch because we wouldn't get get out of the fans to be able to get back to train like at Joe Bills and that. Yep. It's just, and then it doesn't stop there. You know, I've told a story before on, on I think on on this this show about it happened at nighttime. They just hang out. <laughs> they just hang out there, but they put. <laughs> Coppers don't block the streets off. They do. Like yeah. the, the Bulldogs said, Take and they rip themselves. burnouts in the middle. And <laughs> mate, it's it's they like, good on them. Yeah. And good then, on but them. then for us, like we got to like you got to still play a game. Yeah. That's the hard bit. And then you sort of go through the week, and you you don't know. You're like, well, this is a big occasion. What do I do? Do I do exactly the same as I've been doing all year, or do I got to do a little bit extra? Well, that's when like leaders come in, where like you know they've maybe done it before, and they're like, mate, do exactly what you've done. Yep. External pressure, you got to block it out. Yeah, just you just have to yep. because it's a it, it is a massive occasion. But mate, second time round, I just enjoyed it a lot more. And I went and I went down and I, you know, I mixed in with everyone. And I probably, I did. I just because <laughs> yes. I was like, you know what? They don't come around. They, they, nah. How often? Yeah. This what this? And it was my last one. That mm. two, and I just mate, I enjoyed one. the week. Mate, I haven't played one. You got two. Like it's it's yeah. unbelievable how they come around. It is, mate. And that's the thing. That's what. I was glad I did the second time. You know, first time, even though we lost two and I actually don't like thinking about them. The week leading up, man, it's just – and especially in that area, you just see what it means to people, did, mate. Did you get to do the the footy show in the NRL breakfast? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you feel like you had to be switched on at the NRL footy show or like – because, you know, it's a bit of a piss take. Like, yeah. Or, or you, were you a bit staunch and then the second time you did it? It, but you know what? It was fun. Yeah. Because the footage show was a bit of a it was a bit of yeah. a piss take back then. So only like you'd go there and you'd all stand there in the line like team and team. And I think they'd just get two people up from each team to talk. So yep. I don't think I I think I, I only think it was the first year we done it. Uh, okay. The second year it was gone. But yeah, even that, so that's like a nighttime thing. Yep. It takes you a bit away away from your usual yep. what you're doing. Prep, yeah. prep. And then yeah, you got the grand final breakfast yep. or, or the lunch, which is the Friday before, which is another whole you know, Sunday game, Friday, you usually just sleep in, yeah. train later. Like, so there's just a lot of things that you got to, you know, you just got to be like, I've got to do everything I usually do, but then I've also got to fit this in. And, yeah. but mate, great experience. Like, I don't know where Penrith, I don't know how they'd be feeling. They've had been between all those players, they've literally been in nearly three grand finals, man. They just be getting used to it. And on grand final day, Grub, you all gather at the club and get on a bus and go to the game. Is that what happens? Yeah. So, did we stay? No, we didn't. No, yeah. Yeah, you do. You go yeah. in the morning. To the club. To the club. Yep. And then, yeah, you just sort of, they try and get you in there early as possible, just like with it, with everything, because even getting out of Belmore is, is a, Oof. you know what I mean? Like things like that. Mm. I can't really, 
No, did you play Arvo Grand Final too? Uh, no, both, nah, both nights. Both nights. Yeah, yeah no, nah, yeah. I think it was just before. Just yeah, yeah, we, that it went to nights. Mm. So the Arvos were maybe a year or two before, yep. but yeah. So yeah, mate, we, we just went went to the the Leeds Club, and but then even that, there's there's thousands of people there, mm. thousands, and it's just it's it's a cool experience, mate. Like it actually is. So everything about it is yep. full on, and you just got to embrace it, but then still be focused yeah. because, mate, you got to. Yeah, do exactly what you'd done to get there. Exactly. Well, that would have been a big year, 2014, on the back of the Origin mm. series. It was yeah. a big Origin series, which yeah. we obviously New South Wales won. Yeah. Uh, do, do you blokes think – so, you, you you know, Penrith have been there and this is their fourth grand final in a row. Brisbane, okay, this is their first grand final. This yeah. squad's first grand final. I wonder, like, what it's like for them in a place like Brisbane now. Like, they're not a one-team town – but it's a big city and there's only a couple of NRL teams. I wonder if they'll be – there's always that old-fashioned thing, Woodsy, of the crowd, the supporters celebrating the grand final before it's won. Do you think there's a danger of that for the Brisbane? With, with most teams, I, I personally think there would be. Like a lot of teams will get overruled by occasion. Like sort of Grub said, it's going to be a different week to what you're used to. But these young blokes up at Brisbane, they don't care. Like they love it. Like they love pumping themselves up. Reese Walsh is dead set the pinup boy of the NRL. Like, mate, they love it. Like, they've been in these big games. Obviously, haven't been in massive games. You look at last week, the crowds they were getting for the Broncos at the training session. It was bigger than what Cronulla get at the home ground. Mm. Like, mm. so, mate, these blokes thrive off it. Like, they love that. It's not like an ego thing. It's just the confidence thing about the kids this day and age. Whether it's, say, if it was like 10 years ago when we first come to grade, like, you'd sort of rattle us a bit. Like, you're not used to it. The social media wasn't as big. Now, the blokes get out there. You see what they do on TikToks. They get, mate, they've got like, I think Reese Walsh has something like a couple hundred thousand followers. Like, it's it's not nothing they're not used to, Maroon. Like, these blokes are just, they're just so confident in themselves now. Like, it's just, it's not just saying like they're cocky or arrogant or, or ego, but that's just them. That's just the way kids are these days, Maroon. They've got no shyness about them. You look at the Jordan Rickies, you know, mm. like the Jesse Arthurs, like they're good sort kids and they yeah. just play on it. Like, so the, I reckon the more attention they get, the better they're going to play. You look at it, like an example is like Jerome Luai last week. Every paper, every, it was all about him. Yeah. Everything. Pressure was on him. His shoulder, he didn't know if he was in the shed before it. He's doing these dances, oh, like with his head and like, whereas like, if that's me, you, if you watched me, you'd know I'd be like a bit rattled because I'd yeah. be sitting down thinking about what I've got to do. But they're just – you look at them and they're over there, they're, they're doing handshakes. <laughs> it is, mate. They're just confident in, in themselves. And, and you know what it can yeah. do for the – it can throw the opposition off. Like, oh, they, what's the, are these blokes taking a fair income or what? <laughs> yeah. But, then, mate, that's just the way they are. Like, yeah. you've seen them when they score tries. They're doing all these funny handshakes. And <laughs> mate, I don't know how they remember all the moves because they've got a different handshake for each yeah. bloke. Yeah. It reminds me, fellas, of a story that maybe Joey Johns told or might have been Boozy Hughes where that grand final where they played para. I, I, I was going to say it actually yeah. when Joey – at the breakfast? Yeah, talk about was, that. Yeah. So they all walked in and then apparently Brian Smith told the para boys, don't look at the Newcastle boys, give them nothing. And then you got these Newcastle blokes walked in. They've had a couple of beers the night before before they come down. Joey's throwing bread rolls at like Hindmarsh and all that. And, <laughs> and like, and they've been told not to look. So I he's sort of like this and sort of like, <laughs> and they were so uptight and they walked away from that breakfast going, hey, we've got these blokes beat. Mm. They've, they've got nothing. <laughs> like they're so stuck onto the game. Like you got to enjoy the, like you said, Josh, you got to enjoy it, which you did the second week. Mm. It's like Maroon when he's got a shout, mate, he gets a bit nervous. <laughs> <and that. laughs> yeah, the, nipple, the, nipple, the nipples come out and they like, ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll take my clothes off right now. <laughs> the people want to see it. <laughs> now, what we'll do is we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the, the, <laughs> the match-up in the halves. We haven't really dug deep into this. Adam Reynolds, Nathan Cleary. Storm's premiership window, and we'll put these two blokes on the spot. Who wins the NRL grand final? It's footy talk. Footy Talk Podcast, welcome back to it. Maroon, Aaron Woods and Joshy Reynolds. To celebrate NRL Finals, Footy Talk's giving away a platinum double pass to the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. It's coming up October 1. Click the link in the episode description and use today's code word, which is CHOOKS, C-H-O-O-K-S. Listen to Footy Talk on Listener, Apple Podcasts or Spotify every day till September 27. So you still got a little bit of time to get a new code, word and enter as many times as you like. Woodsy, Josh Reynolds, we haven't spoken about the, um, well, the matchup in the halves. We've got the old bull, Josh, uh, Adam Reynolds, who's been there and done that. He's won a premiership. He's played in two grand finals. And then we've got Nathan Cleary going for his fourth grand final in a row. So... You can speak much from experience here. Let's hand it over to you. Yeah, it's a, it's a great matchup. I just can't believe Reynolds is form this year. Like he's 32, 30, 33. Mm, 33. And he, and he, like I'm only 34. And the difference between the way I look this year compared to him, I couldn't. <laughs> you look great. No, you look just, no, no, on the field though. Yeah. Like I, I, I couldn't keep up. Mm. I mean, that's a, me being brutally honest. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Just just with everything. Mate, he's, he's looking the best he's ever looked. I, I honestly reckon. I actually seen a on the telly a funny sign. One of the Broncos was like, oh, "Thank you so much, yeah, South or yeah, something like that." that. Honestly, though, like, mm. but then you got Cleary, who's he, he just finds another level in both of these last two games. He just stood up and he just controls the game. His kicking game last week was ridiculous. Mm. Like those grubbers under pressure and stuff. Mind you, in a normal game, are hard, but then. But then you got Reynolds, who's got it on a string as well. It's actually an, an unreal matchup. I think the game will be won in the forwards. I really do. But it, it, these two blokes will dictate field position. And the good thing about Reynolds at the moment, you know, like when I think when Reynolds was at South, he was a lot of it was all about kicking, obviously playing nice and direct for Cody Walker. Yep. But Reynolds is the playmaker now. Yeah. Mate, he's drifting across field, showing totally inside, agree. throwing over the top. He's just a different beast. So, like, to, to be – it's not even whether they play well. They're both going to play well. It's who can go to that next level. Yeah. It's just going to be – like, I reckon Reynolds is probably thick. He might have a little – couple times this year, chipped and chased. Like, he'll just do – whoever does something. It's going to be so close. I honestly really feel. And then – but then you've got, like, Reese Walsh and – Mate, it's a what a game. But this is where it's going to be, you know, like I said, the forwards will win or lose it, I feel. But one of these two blokes will be Clive Churchill. Mm. Oh, I, I, I totally agree. It, yeah. Woodsy, you know what strikes me with these two blokes? Obviously, their kicking games are so pinpoint accurate. But you know that both sides are going to go up in sixes if they score a try. Yep. And one of the things that let the Warriors down last weekend is they just weren't going up in sixes. And that wasn't helping. Yeah, Dev, that, that just creates a scoreboard pressure. Like, I think I scored three tries and we're only on 12 points. Mm. And then the the Broncos scored three tries on 18. Like, it's just, it means you've got to score another converted converted try. But I'm just with Grubby. I just think the, the difference is like Adam Reynolds, I can't believe South let him go. I know at the time, like, they wanted to keep Latrell, they wanted to keep Cody, but it's 
all the talk you hear from, you know, when it was at South, like Adam Reynolds is like another coach on the field. And then at Brisbane, like they, you know, a couple of blokes come out and podcast that he's coaching, but he helps Kevy. And that's what the good halves do. But the thing as well with Brisbane, he's got, you know, Reese Walsh at the back, Ezra Mam, who's really helped him, gone on another level. And then like Grub said, it's the forward. It's it's where they're turning the ball over. It's it is so hard to restrict Brisbane to a 40, 50 meter set because They've got two or three outside backs that can get you know, 30, 40 metres in just two plays. And then you've got Payne Hass, you've got Flegler, you've got mm. Carrigan, and then you throw in Jordan Rickey, throw in Kurt Capewell. You know, they work similar to what the Panthers do. Like the Panthers' big men, they don't carry the ball as often as other players. They don't run for the 200 metres like Hass because mm. they got the, you know, uh, Toto, they've got Taruva. So they just only have to go back literally 10, 20 metres after a kick's been done because the blokes bring the ball back. Mm. But I think this is where it's going to be completely different this week because Brisbane's defense is probably the second best in the comp behind Penrith. But it's going to come down to the kicking game of both players. It's going to come down to the kicking of, of Reynolds and Cleary. Whoever can dictate, if they can find the grass, because Dylan Edwards is a great player. Yeah. If they can get the grass around Dylan Edwards and then- Positionally as well. And then some yeah. that, you know, I used to, when I used to play against Grubb and not watch a lot, it used to frustrate him because he, what Grubb does well is when his players are getting driven back, he'll come in and, and hold his player up. And it's so hard to, to win that tackle. Like it's frustrating. And that's what Luai and that do really well. But if they can just sort of get them to the ground, slow that first play of the ball, mate, it's going to be a huge battle. I'll tell you one thing. Sorry. Maroon. You're right, mate. Broncos aren't in the grand final if Reynolds isn't playing halfback this year. No way. Mm. Honestly, that's no how way. big he's been. Yeah. I honestly, like, like Reynolds is probably at this year, top two halfbacks, three. That's like, if you put in even the fifth or sixth best halfback, they're not even in this game. They're not even in it's, the prelim. It's his attributes that make him fit so well in that. He doesn't need to run the ball all the time. He's got all the runners outside him, inside him. He just needs to control, give those blokes the right ball at the right time, and his kicking game. I suppose, too, fellas, that last, say the last month, five weeks of footy, he had the week off and and, and they and everything was sweet. He could They could afford to give him the week off. Then they win that game against Melbourne. He gets another week off. So he's well... Rested and, and how and he's had the week off before the prelude. Yeah, like you said. Yeah, so, yeah. So how important is that for him to have those, you know, those couple of weeks in the shed before the, before a big game for him at his age? It's the best. I, I got asked this question a couple of days ago. Me when I was younger, I I, I enjoyed playing game after game because I just felt it flowed better. And you didn't worry about soreness. You didn't worry about recovery because you just recovered. You, you, your body Easy. did straight away. Yeah. I could have I went out, mate. I've had. 35 beers, and, and uh, honestly, and then went and be fine. Yeah. Back up the next day. But then, yeah, but then Reynolds right now, it's actually perfect for him. You know, he, he had a bit of a twinge of, that, twinge of the hemi, which everyone would have been like, oh, my God, but the week's off, mate. That's what they exactly need. He would have still trained lightly, but didn't play. Didn't have to hit the, the speed levels that you get up to in a game. And that's Head what space as well. Like, oh, no that's pressure. It, Especially with the hemis, mate. You've oh, done heaps scared, but between mate. us. Yeah. Especially if you're kicking and stuff, like – when I was like coming off hemis, that's what you're worried about. Mm. And that's the take biggest off. As you take oh. off, like especially in the game, say, say like they make a quick break and you got to turn and take off. That's the scariest part. Mm. And then you got to get to your high speed meters. It's not bad for me, but for blokes like yourself <laughs> that are quick, yeah. it, it's scary. Mm. Like I, I know I used to get worried coming back from hamstrings is trying to get that top speed you got to get to. Mate, it, it's tough. Mm. Well, you get in the top speed, mate. It's like turning the Queen Mary around, isn't it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Titanic. <laughs> now, uh, guys, I'm going to put you on the line shortly and ask you who wins the grand final. But before we do, just a couple of quick minutes on uh, the Melbourne Storm. 
I feel like we ask this question of Melbourne every time they don't make the grand final, Woodsy, but do you think the premiership window is closing there? I don't think it is. I just think they need a bit of fine-tuning. You know, I think, you know, they've got some good players down there. They've got a great setup, a great system. They just need to fine-tune their probably their centres, and they need, I reckon they need a big man. You know, like they, they rely so heavily on Nelson and Um, You know, there's talk throughout, I think it was two weeks ago, Christian Welsh said he didn't realise how hard it would be to come back from an Achilles injury. You know, he reckons he's really struggled this year. So he'll be better for it next year. Um, just, I reckon they just need another big body in that pack. Like no disrespect to the players they've got there, but it just feels like that's probably been their weakness this year is their ruck. You know, they haven't been able to slow teams down like they have. Losing Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich and Kafusi, you lost some big middle players and some leadership there. And they've had no Pappenhausen for, well, he played two games this year. You know, he's one of the most exciting players on the field and haven't had him there. But I just think if they can get that little extra big man, I don't know where they're going to get it from. I don't know how their cap works. I don't think, you can never rule out a Melbourne side. Mate, they still made the prelim. And we're saying it's a failure of a season for them. That's mm. how that's yeah. how big their standards yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have the ca- they wouldn't have the cash, Woodsy. No. Nah. That's well, what well you think yeah. Munster, Hughes, Harry Grant, they're them three right there are mm. taking up a big, big chunk. It's Pappenhausen. Yeah, Pappenhausen mm. as well. You're right, mate. Like I, I would never I, we used when the era of Cronk <laughs> yeah. Smith, everyone's like, Oh, they're gone. Yeah. And then yeah. year after year, you're just like, Well, I think Matty John said it once, like Everyone wants to write them off, but they're never going to be gone. It's, mm. it's, it's the club. It's the culture. It's the type of p- player they bring in. Perfect example, Bronson Garlic, our mate. Oh, yeah. Brought him in from – wasn't playing anything. Was playing – He's like playing Reggie's, Ron, Ron Massey Ron Massey. sometimes. He started in a prelim last week. Mm. Like, super effort for him. Like, mate, so so proud of him. But that's what they do. People just go there and they and they do well. But Pappenhaus is massive, yep. honestly, for him. He, he, like – he adds that dimension of X factor where they didn't really – I've sort of said about Melbourne spine that they're all runners. Yep. Harry, Hughes, Munster. So they go they go from someone like Cooper Cronk who controlled every moment of every game yep. to the T. But now those three blokes are waiting for opportunities. And I think that's where they lack sometimes. Yep. But then you but then you what you just said, Woodsy, they're not the same wrestling team anymore, mate. No. That Brisbane game and then the Roosters one, but, they got rolled, well, mate. Remember how hard was it going down to Melbourne? Oh. Going down to Amy Park, knowing that mate, you're going to walk off this field with some bumps and bruises. Mm. Like, they had some, you know, some pretty big units in the middle there. And and the thing is, well, Solomon only had to play 30 minutes. Now he's got to play. There, there was weeks where they put him in the back row to keep him on there for 80 minutes. Mm. Like, they've got to get so much more out of him now. So, like I said, I just think they need another big man. Like, yeah. probably another big or another one or two. Um, and no disrespect to Katoa or Trent Liero. I think they've really lacked on their back rowers because that's what they used to – Felice Cafusi would really lay a hard line mm. and then they'd just play off the back of it. But not having Paps there, it's like not having Reese Walsh at Brisbane. It is. He just – like sometimes you just see Hughes would catch the ball and just go straight to Paps. He'd go on the out. He'd burn the first defender and just create an overlap straight away. So, you know, no disrespect to, to Meany. He's been absolutely outstanding for him. He's been great. But they could maybe put him to centre. Mm. And that, that could fix up one job already. Mm. Boys, um, before we wrap it up, it's the hard question. Who wins the grand final this year? Uh, I'm going to ask you each. You've got to give me an answer. Don't sit on the fence, Woodsy, which you're famous for. Uh, Josh Reynolds, who wins the grand final? I'll say Broncos, mate. The more I just delve into it, and the more the, these last games are just hot. I think they're better than Penrith at the moment. And Penrith were great as well. I just think they got that little bit more strike power. And I think we spoke about it earlier in the show about the forwards. The only team that can control Penrith forwards are the Broncos. And I think vice versa. The only team that can probably control the 
Broncos are Penrith. But I'm just looking at a few like minor factors. The Harbs, very similar. There's just going to be, you know, people say grand final experience. Woodsy said it before, they don't care. These Broncos, mate, they, they, they would have played in – they would have think that this is exactly the same as playing the under-10s grand final for the St. John's Eagles. Like, honestly, that's just the way they think. Whereas for me, when I was going into it, I was so scared. The Nervous biggest occasion of my life. And you've you got everything on the line, but it just seems like they're just confident mm. in each other too. I want to go Brisbane as well. Maroon. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and just speaking of like what Josh said there, they don't care. Like, Reese Walsh throws an intercept in the first 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of players was going to their shell, wouldn't play. He comes out and has one of the best games you'll ever see after that. I think the forwards will match each other. For me, it's that left edge for Brisbane. I think it's going to – they're going to ask a lot of questions of the right edge of the Panthers. You looked at early on in the week on uh, the Panthers game the other night. They bombed a couple of tries in that first half. Mm. And you're going to have someone with the pace of Reese Walsh at the back that can really cause a little bit of not- – I know Liam Martin, like one of my favourite players to watch – but he's got to stop Walsh, you know, and, and the leg speed of, of Walsh to get outside Martin, I reckon he can do it. Mm. And then Targo, he's he's missed quite a fair bit of footy in the last 10 weeks. He's had a couple of hamstring injuries. Mm. It was his first game back the other night and he looked a bit, a little bit rusty. He got, so, he got dusted by Olam yeah. once. And then the, yeah, and then the second mm. one where Olam dropped it. Mm. Like they would have scored there too if he catches it properly. So, and I think that the Broncos can stop the back five of the Panthers, which not many teams can do. All right. And just before we go, fellas, I think a lot of the praise has got to go to the front office at the Broncos. If we think about it, a couple of years ago they came last and we've seen clubs like the Tigers, the Dragons, the Doggies trying to turn their culture around and it takes forever. And here is a club that only a couple of years ago finished dead last, about Mm. to win a premiership. Yeah, you're right, mate. That's And that's what, you know, these clubs that are in that position probably got to look at. You know, the Broncos, I remember how – you know, people coming out, ex-players saying oh, they're yeah. embarrassed to be a part of the the place and this and that. But, mate, what a place they're in as a club. They're a, they're a big club yep. and they're where they should be. That's what big clubs say. That's what the Bulldogs say. We should 100%. be up the top because mm-hmm. we're a big club. But that's not a plug for a new gig at the Broncos. I don't oh, know mate, what I'll be getting something. <laughs> What's the um, CEO's <laughs> name there? The CEO at the Broncos. Yeah. It was the oh, former Storm one, wasn't it? Gig, mate, you got yeah, to I, look – um, I, I've, you've asked me at the top. Sorry, of head, yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember his name, but he's he must have done a great, <laughs> he must have done a great job in what he's done because he's gone from Melbourne system into the, the Broncos. Dave, someone at his not Dave White. He was there already. No. Donnelly, well, did, Dave Donahue, I think. Donahue, it is Dave Donahue. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Dave Donahue, uh, he's got to take a big rap. And Ben Eichen was there. He, he went from the uh, the Fox job to there, and he's done a remarkable job as well. Listen, mate. I just want to say something here, Grub. <laughs> this bloke, like, I don't care how cool you think you are, how many podcasts you go on in a week, my late father would say, Grub, Where's this come you from? don't wear a baseball cap indoors, right? Oh. <laughs> you do not wear a baseball cap indoors. Where's this come from? You are a disgraceful human being. <laughs> come in here in your jammy shorts. <laughs> jammy shorts. I, I got in trouble yesterday commentating because I wore shorts and, you know, we're on radio. People don't see how you look. Yeah, it's not a fashion. Sammy Bremner looked at him and said, like, is he wearing disgusto pants? What has he got <laughs> on this? Sammy, Sammy Bremner, she's wearing the old P Nation. Look how she come from a workout. Oh, never mind about what she was wearing, you creep. Oh, Worry man. about what you're wearing. <laughs> what about what you were wearing? Don't Worry about oh, what yeah, I was you're wearing. You're wearing something from cotton on kids like usual. <laughs> 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 All right. That's it for the uh, Footy Talk podcast. 